and welcome to the Track Talk podcast. We are back, finally. It's been a while, and the gang are back. Charlotte and Jay, how are you guys? I'm thrilled, man. It's, it's, you know, it's been such a good autumn, winter of sport. You know, we've had, had the, obviously the F1 season ending, and then it was straight into the World Cup on the same day. Um, it was just like a really nice transition, wasn't it? I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do myself come next week after the World yeah. Cup final. Yeah. And it's, what, four months until F1 starts again. But, um, yeah, um, looking forward to reflecting on what was uh, an interesting season, I'd say. Hmm. Oh, um, it's, I started making myself <laughs> laugh already. Oh God! I know. I literally just said, "I promise, I'm not going to be like this in the episode." Anyways, um, yes, it's been a while. I actually can't believe how long it's been. Um, so I'm very happy that we're all reunited. And as Jay said, it's been a great autumn and winter of sport. And I was thinking as well, it's the final of Strictly this weekend, so that's also really exciting. <laughs> that's why I was Yay. laughing to myself. It's been honestly, it's been a good season of Strictly this year. Let me tell you. Anyone I would have heard of in the final? There's ha- oh, you won't know Helen Skelton. Is she there? Helen Skelton is there. Fleur East. Blue Peter. Fleur yeah. East. Fleur East. Yeah, um, I know of her. Um. Oh my god, why have I gone blank on the last one? This is very on trend of a sports podcast. Mm. Oh, you won't know Molly, but she does CBBC and Hamza, Hamza and Uvita, and I would like Hamza and Uvita to win. I don't know who, unless it's Hamza Chowdhury of, I believe, Watford now. I don't know who that is. They're not a footballer, they're a wildlife videographer. I I once got a lift from um, his uncle. I got uni in Leicester. (laughs) Really randomly. Um, Is car related? I I was getting an Uber and he was like, oh, and he just name dropped him. He was like, yeah, that's my nephew. Um, He's definitely done that to every passenger he's ever had. (laughs) (laughs) Was he nice? Yeah, he was just talking to me about what Hamza was like as a child. But um, oh, anyway, Hamza anyway, I... seems very lovely. Yeah, so. no, I mean, I thought this was a Formula One podcast. We've gone. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's know, a so podcast. It's a I'm it's so a Leicester sorry. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, today we are going to be ranking the drivers. We've got five categories, and we're going to be putting each driver's season into one of them, which we might agree, we might disagree. We'll see. And then we're going to look back on our predictions that we made at the start of the year. Now, I spent about an hour the other day listening back to when we recorded them so I could write them all down. We didn't do very well. Charlotte and Jay don't remember them, and I didn't. That's why I had to listen back, so it'll be a surprise to them. But we did not do well. We did not do well at all. I'm quite looking forward to seeing, because you've you've really made it seem like we were awful. So I'm looking forward to seeing... I know that I contradicted myself with basically every single one. And I know that you two both were really excited about a particular driver, but I won't say. That's all I can remember from it. His name I don't rhymes say. with Smarlos Kainz. Oh, Ah, we did, new. yeah. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, before we... Go on, Char. Were you going to say something? No. Oh, sorry. I thought you went <gasps> to say something. Um, breathing. Before we get to that, just want to say a big thank you for... Well, Spotify Rap came out. Obviously, we get that as a podcast as well. And do you know what? It was better than I thought it was going to be. We were we were number one podcast for a fair few people. We are in the top 10 for, I think, about 90 people, which for a little old podcast that we started not long ago from nothing, we're, we're pretty happy with. Mm. And um, shout out to all the people all around the world listening to us. Mm. I think we saw Sweden. Big fans um, in Sweden. Number two nation. Yeah. Who'd have thought? 
if you listen to this from Sweden, then Big you know, up. yeah, well, we'll have to do like a little track talk trip. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice little phrase, isn't it? Track talk trip to Sweden. I come back. Um, Race of Champions is in Sweden, though. Is it? Is it? Oh, I don't know. You just said it, not me. Well, our third biggest uh, listeners were the Netherlands, which kind of surprised me, only in the sense... They hate you. <laughs> they probably don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but thank you all for your support, honestly. It really means the world to us, and we hope we can keep growing onto bigger, better things. Race of Champions is in Sweden, and Bottas is there. I'm saying we do a little trip to Sweden. Oh, here we go. What, that, really would that started. not be cool? <laughs> That'd be sick. When is it? No, it's just drop Bottas is there, so that means we have to go. January, January. Uh, well, a bit expensive. Um, anyway, let's get let's get into the actual podcast um, and talk about the drivers from this year and how they've all done. We'll go team by team. We'll start at the bottom and we'll work our way up. Uh, actually, we can't, I suppose we should probably mention the drivers that fit, that played like a tiny little part in yes. the season: Hulkenberg and Nick De Vries. Indeed. Go on, Jay. Take fire away oh, with DeFries. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll do them both at the same time. Okay. Hulkenberg. Well, Dan, I think first of oh. all, we should read out the tears, shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, the tears. No one's going to know what we're talking about. I realised that just as you started saying it. So we have five tiers. We've got world class. So that's obviously the best one. Solid, number two. Mid as number three. Or for those of you that listened last year, Charlotte is once again calling it. No, no, no. Not, not yet. Not yet. The next one. Oh, I thought that was mid. No. Oh, well, that's annoying. Disappointing, which for those of you that listened last year, Charlotte is once again calling it... Meh. <laughs> uh, and very poor is the bottom one. Um, so, yeah, we'll put them all into world-class, solid, mid, disappointing, or very poor. DeFries and Hulkenberg, Jay. Hulkenberg? I'm going to go for disappointing slash meh. Even though he's back on the grid next year... I mean, what, he had two goes in the Aston at the start of the year in Bahrain and Saudi. Um, I mean, I guess back then the Aston wasn't the best car, but I think do you remember a couple of years ago in 2020 when he was a super sub and he went and whacked it P3 in qualifying at Silverstone. And, you know, it really looked like this guy should be in Formula 1. After watching Bahrain and Saudi, I thought, you know, I, I don't feel like it's too unjust if he doesn't get a seat. And on the other side of things... My friend Nick DeVry, he's got to be in world class. Your friend, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, trust me, trust me. We've been in, we've been in contact over the um, over, over the winter season. Um, When's he coming on? Working on it. Obviously, he's a busy guy nowadays. <laughs> but we're, we're we're working on it. I'll try and get him in for the for the start of the year. But yeah, no, he has to be world class. If we're taking one race sample, yeah, um, we finished what P nine in the Williams. He obliterated his teammate. In his first ever Formula One race, please tell me what else he could have done this year. See, exactly, silence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shaw. Um, I I think I agree with Jay. Effectively, I put Nico Hulkenberg as disappointing, and meh. I mean, you have to kind of cut him some slack, as I think it was quite a last minute thing for him to be chucked in. Um, at the start of the season, so he wasn't as prepared. Um, so was De Vry, last minute. Okay, Joe, just give me a minute. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I mean, 
I like Nicole Ulkenberg, but I won't lie. I um, I don't really know why he's almost back in Formula One next year. Really? Just because, well, just because I feel he's older. He's he's been in the sport for so long, and he's never been on the podium. I find that a bit bizarre. I won't lie. I've got to say it. So, who, who would you put there? Who would you put there? Mick Schumacher. Then. <laughs> that was a question, Jay. Come on. Yeah, it was a bit. I, I well, or, was or, or Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, fair but, enough. Yeah. Um, then Nick DeVries. I'm, I'm going to put him as solid, and I don't want you to be upset, Jay. Okay, he's upset. It's I, No, it's just because I... I've, I feel world class is going to be a very small tier of people, um, so I feel it's a little bit premature to put him in there. But it's he's very very solid, if you know what I mean. So out of the solid category, he's like very. He's, he's solid. one of the hardest. Uh, he's yeah. one of the hardest because, like you say, P nine in a Williams. I mean, yes, he's against Latifi, not the biggest competition, but still, like insane. Very, very, very well done. And I am excited to see him next year on the grid. I can respect that. I can respect that. Thank you, Jay. Yeah, I basically just agree with Charlotte for this one. I think Hulkenberg was disappointing, um, but I'm excited to see him back. I like the guy. He's cool. Um, and DeFries obviously had his year of free trials using different email addresses kind of vibes. Um, <laughs> I think, how many teams did he race for in the end? Fuck, well, not Aston... race for, but... Yeah. Aston Merck Williams. He done. McLaren. He done all the. Did he do? No, he didn't do McLaren. No. Did he not? He done all of the Merck powered cars. Oh, he nearly McLaren. did McLaren, didn't he? Yeah. Fernando was ill. Ward and. Did he never did he step foot in a Red Bull, or am I making that up? He's done. He's done a test uh, in an old Alpine as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, he's with Alfatari next year, so he may have been in a Red and, Bull. Yeah, and and he done the um the young drivers test at the end of the season with with Alfatari. Yeah. Um. So he's kind of driven for what? What's that? What's five teams there. We named half of the grid that he's. Every he's doing Formula E. Yeah, whilst doing Formula E. Yeah. What he a did. man! What a man! And he's standing next to Toto Wolff a lot, so you know. Mm. <laughs> Having said all that, I'm going to put him in solid. Um, because he only had one race. You can't call him world class off one or two race. How many did he have? Uh, one race. One race. One race. You one. can't put. It, you can't call him world class off oh. one race. But oh, that one race was very. <laughs> Jay can. Jay can. <laughs> Jay can. Jay is and Jay will. Um, <laughs> But no, I'd say solid. It was all right. It was all right. Um, right, onto the actual grid. Onto Williams and their two drivers. <laughs> Who wants to go first on this one? Should we do? Should we do one by one? Should we do Al- I one first? I was just about to say. Let's start with Albono. Uh, okay, Albon. I think solid. You know, I, 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 I'll be honest. I, I had my doubts um, about him after he got obliterated by Verstappen in twenty twenty. 2021 had a year out, uh, joined Williams this year. And you know what? He really proved himself and I think definitely showed why he should be on the grid. You know, he scored a, f- a few points finishes. That drive in at Melbourne all the months ago was superb to, uh, to get points. Yeah. O- obviously, beat Latifi, which, you know, obviously isn't a great measure of a man. But I think he was really, really good. Really good. And it wouldn't surprise me if he, you know, was banging on the door of a few midfield teams. Hasn't he just signed like a three-year deal though? Yeah, he did. He did. But you know, <laughs> ah, <laughs> gone sure. I was gonna say you go next, Dan. I just okay. need a minute to ponder. Well, yeah, 
I was saying before the season, Albon's not going to have a very good year, and I was very, very wrong about that. Um, so I'd put him in solid. You know, the car's crap, so it's hard to judge, really. But he had a few very, very good drives, and for the latter half of the season, he was always kind of recovering from... What, what illness was it he had? And then he had some infection mm. off the back of that. So he was he was fighting pretty hard in the latter half of the season. So I'd put him in solid. And he got into Q2 a lot, didn't he? He did. And I think even one, once or twice, Q1. So, you know, Q3. A... Q3. Q1? Q3. Q3. Sorry, sorry, Q3. 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 Wow, you can tell. I don't know if he did. Since F1. Oh, I feel like I thought there he was did. one. At least one. I no, swear there was did. a stat that it was like he's the only driver not to. What Latifi got into Q three? Oh, he did, didn't he? All right, I'll tell you what, Charlotte, you 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 give your opinion, and I'm gonna quickly have a little Google. Yeah, you have a Google. Um, yeah, no, I wanted to ponder because I was half thinking that you both weren't gonna rate him as highly as you did. I was expecting you to say mid, if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, I think I'll also put him in solid. I think I'm him. Wrong. Carry on. Only getting. <laughs> Him only getting uh, four points, I think, it actually doesn't do him justice because there was so many times this season where he was so close to points. Um, and like we said, he had that illness as well. And to come off the back of that as well, his first race back was Singapore, like, insane. Um, but yeah, he he was doing really well in the Williams and it's really lovely to see him back in F1. Um, and I think he's, you know, proving to his doubters that he can do it. Dan, Dan said it, but it was Belgium. He, he started P6 after getting to Q3. So there you go. P6, and he's got points there. Mate. So there you go. It's um it's Russell-esque. Belgium's been a madness the last couple of years. Um anyway, on to the other Williams driver. Oh, sorry, Shaw. Sorry. <laughs> it's I'm yawning sorry. history. Um <laughs> the other Williams driver, Nicholas Latifi. Um well, I think very poor doesn't quite do it justice. Latifi <laughs> He deserves his own category at the bottom of the leaderboard. I can't think, and please give me one if you have a name. I cannot think of a, a driver who's been worse in my living memory of watching Formula 1. And I started in about 2008, 2009. Maybe like Narain Carter Kayan? was pretty poor. Yeah, Sorokin was pretty poor. But was Sorokin as bad as... As bad as... um. As bad as Ooh, the rest of was pretty average. No, but the rest of you know, like, he, he was very better than the TV. Yeah, nah, you can't, you can't do PDR like that. Um, I, I can't think of anyone who's even down there. Even like Will Stevens was better. Max Chilton. He Max Chilton. Bad. He, nah, he, well, he, he went too bad, and he, and he's got a great hair in him as well. So you, you, you can't be rude like Max Chilton. What? Uh, Latifi, look, man, it, it's sad because. This is Formula One, and I say all the time, we want to see the best drivers, and this is why I was always campaigning for De Vries to get a seat. But unfortunately, he is not in the top 20 drivers in the world in terms of single-seat racing, and he's only there because he had a lot of money. So um, goodbye, Latifi. And I'm not even sure what he's going to do after this, you know. What What is he going to do? Because if you're a motorsport team outside of Formula One... Maybe um, something to do with drifting and spinning, because he's quite good right. at Right. No need for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he's got a test with an IndyCar team, I seem to remember. Um... He's going to be like the Nutella ambassador. 
Um, or they were definitely links with IndyCar. I don't know how stable they were. Um, but realistically, where else yeah. could he go? He's he, look, he, he's not up to it. Um, him and Mazepin. The fact that they managed to get... Oh, yeah, Mazepin. Is, is, oh, yeah, Mazepin. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's my question. But the fact that they've been able to get into Formula 1 in recent years, I think, says a lot about the the state of the sport and the fact that we need to do more to ensure that the best drivers get to the top. But real quick, that's how bad Mazepin was, is that we forced ourselves to remove him from our memory. So that's mm. why you couldn't remember how bad he was, because it was that bad. We were like, we can't think of this. I don't know yeah. if I agree with the, um, like, how did he get to F1 kind of statement, because he was second in F2 the year he graduated to F1. So he's a lot higher than, like, Sargent that's coming in this year, because I think he's, what, fourth? Sargent's fourth, but then you think so getting how, to long, F1 how long have they been in certain... Yeah. Tears. To be fair, the Ree was there for three years. Yeah. But um but he he's did win obviously it. he's very, very good, the Vree. The Vree won. The Vree <laughs> won it in, in the yellow yeah. TV come second. Yeah. That's what I said, did win it. Oh, yeah. Same man. No Devry slander right here, man. Sha, <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you saying about the Uh I'm saying that he is in his own category below very poor because he's very, 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 very poor. Uh not financially, but as a driver. <laughs> And um, <laughs> um, it's, yeah, about damn time he's left, if I'm being honest. Not in a rude way, but there's other people like Nick DeVries that deserve a place in this sport. And um, I mean, there's no other man I can think of who can set a lap time with a purple sector and then go Not slower. <laughs> and then... Set the slowest time after sure setting the purple Hamilton sector. Did that near the end of the season, though. What a purple I mean, sector, and then the, the slowest time. Not slowest overall. Exactly. But he set a purple sector, and then he was like eighth. Yeah, but I'm talk. I'm not talking about that, am I? I'm talking about he set a purple sector, and then was the slowest on the grid. So you there's no, there's no. Do not compare him to my man Ham. All right. So you know, Liz, my head rent free. The um, the Japan thing when he. <laughs> gets lost on the racetrack the best bit about that was the fact that he went yeah the car's a bit broken guy <laughs> did, did you see like a video he'd done recently he was i think he was streaming formula one and he took the route of it and it was like oh if you go through here this is where you're meant to go <laughs> at least he's joking about fair, it fair plays for him fair plays i mean like he hasn't been great but he does have a really good personality i do really like him he does have a great personality but that can only get you so yeah, far um, so charlotte but charlotte's not in formula one so <laughs> i'm putting latifi in very poor but he did score points so it's not like a calamity of a season but out overall... of the whole whole season he scores two points you know williams man albon only scored six so not the point. Yeah, though. but that's three times as many. Could could, could, yeah, could but... you imagine if like if Russell scored three times as many as Hamilton? You know, we've got to look at this as Nick or like Lando has the same times as Nick many as oh. has the same amount of points mm. as Nicholas Latifi after the one race. And he did how many? Tomato tomato. Doesn't matter. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm putting him in very poor, but he did get points, so let's not be too harsh on him. Right, I'm surprised Alpha you didn't put him in world class. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised you, you didn't put him in world class. Tempting, tempting. Alpha Tauri were ninth. Uh, who do you want to go with first? Yuki. Or Yuki. Gasly? I'll go Yuki first. Uh, mid. 
He was better than last year, but I think he's still got a mistake in him. Still got quite a few mistakes in him. And I think that's what's going to separate him from, you know, stepping up to the next level of maybe getting into a race winning team. The fact that he makes a lot of mistakes, um, he's very inconsistent, but I will say he was better than last year and he actually was able to stick it to Gasly a bit more this year. I'm tempted to say disappointing because I he, he did the same as last year in the sense he came out of the blocks with the first race of the year and like got points on the board and did really well and then throughout the midway of the season he was never in the points like overall he doesn't have many points at all for this year um and yeah i i did think it's his second year he will make less mistakes obviously there was a few dnf so that's not entirely his fault and things like that um but yeah i just i think i wanted to see more from yuki and that's only why i would like to say disappointing i agree i think i was going to put him in disappointing um and i thought you would say i'm being too harsh but clearly not um 12 points overall isn't great like he was i think pierre gasly had a bad year and he mm. was still significantly worse than gasly and he did crash into gasly which is pretty inexcusable at silverstone um in the circumstances he did it so yeah i think i'm gonna say i'm gonna say disappointing i really like him great guy but I'm still going to say disappointing. That's what you say after well, every yeah, driver. Yeah, why does feel the need to give someone a bad quote? But like, oh, I do, I, I do like them, though. But you I know, like right? them. They're a great personality. <laughs> They've got a lovely head of hair on them. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. No, but that'll me. be the next one. That'll be the next one. Gorgeous smile. <laughs> Look, man, I'm just a, just giving them nice feedback. You know, nice can't guy. hate me for it. He's a nice guy. He's too nice, Dan. <laughs> Uh, right, let's go. Let's do Gasly then. The Gasman. Gasman, I'm good disappointing. And Ooh. yeah, I know, I know. Gas is my man. I do feel a bit bad because he's made a bit of a, a rub for his own back in recent years because he's been so so good. Um, 2021 was ridiculous. 2020 was really really good as well when he won at Monza. But compared to the high standards he's set, he has been disappointing. And even though I think he's been better than Sonoda, and I put Sonoda in the tier above, I just think in terms of what I know Gasly can do, he's been pretty underwhelming. Uh, you know, seems to be crashing every week, falling out of stewards. And I think towards the end of the season, his brain kind of just clocked out and he was going, you know, he's like, he, he was in full Alpine mode. Um, and I guess as well, it didn't help that AlphaTauri isn't as good this year, but I just don't know. I just don't think he's been up there. It's been hard to hard to watch this year from Gaz. Interesting. Um, I was tempted to put him in mid, if I'm honest. Um, but I guess I will put him in disappointing. And it's basically reflecting what Jay said in the sense, because he was so strong last year, he was like qualifying P5, in like above P6 every single time. Um, and then obviously the car was nowhere near as good this year, but he, he was in like getting knocked out of Q1 so many times and just things like that. And you think he is such a fast driver and you know his potential. Um, so it was just kind of a shame to see him not get performances 
like that. Obviously, he did really well in Baku to get P5, so that's great. But that's his highest finish of the year. Um, so onwards and upwards for Gasly. I'm extremely psyched to see him in the Alpine. I have been pitching it from day one to have him and Ocon together as much as they might not like each other. But the French branding, oh, I've been saying it. I think as you guys kind of said, like anyone else having that season, it'd be mid. But Gasly has proven that he's better than what this season's kind of shown. So I'm tempted to put him in disappointing, but only by his own standards rather than maybe the mm. season he actually had. Like, I don't know. But then he's got double the points of Yuki, so do I, and I've, you put Yuki in disappointing, so does he go in mid? I know, that's how I felt. I thought he one of the two. could be mid, but yeah. One of the two. I'm not too sure which one, to be honest with you, but he's a nice guy, as I say. So, you know, maybe we'll bump him <laughs> up to mid. He's a lovely guy, to be fair. Nice guy. Me and him have also been in, in conversation over the winter. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to Monaco in a couple of weeks, actually, to play paddle mm-hmm. with him. Very nice. Are we invited? Aish. Ah, uh, sorry, I forgot, I forgot about you guys. Um, <laughs> I forgot about you guys. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll talk to him, see, see if he's got a spare bedroom for, for you guys to squash into. Cheers, cheers. Right, let's move on to Hass. Uh, who do you want to take first out of these two? Let's take Kev, because I feel like Charlotte is going to very, very strongly defend uh, Mick Schumacher. So let's start with Kevin Magnussen. I think it was a season of two halves. I think, you know, came back, big hype, P5 in Bahrain or something crazy like that. P5 in Bahrain, damn right. Cheers, man. Um, so I thought, yeah, he was, you know, really, really good. He was showing up Schumacher at the start of the year, you know, scoring points. And it like has really turned a corner. And then we started to see the old Kevin Magnussen, you know, error prone, maybe a bit too aggressive. Um, he he seemed to hit Hamilton literally every other race, and yeah, he seemed to hit Hamilton when he was in a really good, uh, like you know, you know, really good placed, really highly placed even. So um, yeah, a bit disappointing in that sense. So I think for the initial hype, I would have given him a. Uh, what's the second category? I forgot the second category. Is. <laughs> solid. Yeah, I would give him a solid, but for all the mistakes, I would have disappointed him. So I'm going to even out as a mid. <laughs> there we go. Mid for Kev. Okay. Kevin Midnesson. <laughs> um, I am going to put him in mid, uh, but I need to hype him beyond belief for getting P1 in Brazil. P1. The man got pole position. The man who wasn't even going to be in the sport till like a month before the season started. The man who also scored P5 in his uh, in in the inaugural race of the season. Mate, I know he fell off, you know, he went a bit dodgy midway, um, but he also was P8 in Austria. Like, he's had some, like, really good drives and in general i think he's had some really good racing like i think he's done some really good moves but because he had quite a few dnfs and things like that i'm putting him in mid but still pole position in brazil guys yeah no it's impressive it's impressive um very quickly i said earlier album got six points album got four points i forgot that defree's got two of them um just before everyone comes at me for that one um k mag k mag k mag k mag i want to put him in solid 
He got pole, he got fifth on his comeback. He wouldn't have prepared for this season anywhere near as much as the other drivers prepared for this season. The Haas car still wasn't fantastic, although it was a heck of a lot better than last year. He's comfortably outperformed Schumacher. So, he's kind of like solid, solid, solid. Sol, I was going to yeah. try and mix solid and mid there, but that is that's, just solid. That's, but that's where I'm at. I put him in mid because I thought it'd be too much if I said solid and I thought you were going to have a go at me. Um, so, yeah, that's why I put him as a really high mid if so. But he's Yeah, the, the yeah. top end of mid, I think I'd put him. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, moving on to Mick Schumacher. Shooey, shooey, shooey. Shooey, shooey, shooey. Oh, I'm gonna go disappointing. Uh, Charlotte's eyes have rolled to the back of her head. Lies. But I, I don't know. Um, he has a like he had a few bright sparks, especially in the middle of the season, sort of you know in the European races. But the man is prone to a crash. And he's prone to an expensive crash. Um, and you know what? I'm going to come out and say it. I don't think you've done enough to deserve to be on the grid next season. Um, so, looks good. Yeah, kill. it was disappointing. Yeah, honestly, I, I actually feel terrified. I'm, I'm glad that Charlotte is the other side of London. Um, yeah, <coughs> Dis- disappointing. I'm going to stop talking before I get killed. But why do you think he didn't do enough? I'm trying to work it out. I mean. When you look, I think he had to beat Magnussen. Stats don't lie, do they? He had to beat Magnussen, didn't he? You know, um, a man who was been out for what? He was out for a year. Um, and if he was to sort of cement himself as a as a young hotshot in the same sort of category as uh, Lando, George, uh, who else is there, Charles, he had to beat Kevin Magnussen. And I think Magnussen, you know, Magnussen comprehensively beat him. And... He just, yeah, he crashes a lot and he costs a lot of money. And, you know, I think you, you can get away with crashing a lot if you're fast, but his pace was lacking and he crashes a lot. So it was sort of written in the stars, I think, for, for Schumacher. Which isn't sad because he's a nice guy, as Dan would say, but <laughs> nice guy doesn't get you Formula 1 <laughs> seat. Go on, I'll go because I know Charles going to defend him completely. So I've also <laughs> I've also put him in disappointing but in a sentence that Charlotte's going to hate me for, he's at the bottom end of it, I think. I know that sounds harsh. She's taking her headphones off. She can't even listen to me now. The I worst know thing is I heard it. I know that sounds harsh, but he was really bad for large chunks of the season. And God, he cost that team a lot of money as well. Like Saudi, Monaco, like he is an expensive man to have in your team. I don't know, 12 points on his second season in F1. When Alpha Tauri were pretty like poor as well, which they haven't been in previous years, Aston, Alpha, he could have easily finished above a lot of those as Magnussen has. I don't know, like I'm putting him in disappointing, but I just feel like he has to go at the latter. I'm end just looking. I think Schumacher only scored points. Sorry, only scored points twice this year. Yeah, he had like a little purple patch in Austria yeah, Silverstone. Canada Silverstone. Canada Silverstone. No, he was no. Great Britain. That's Silverstone, Sean. Yeah, Silverstone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Austria. It was Austria. Um, it was in Canada. Charlotte's just learned that Silverstone is the British Grand Prix for the first time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm putting him in disappointing because I just think he's been pretty poor. But 
it, it is at the lesser end, I'm sorry. He's nearer very poor than he is mid for me, but disappointing. <laughs> I think I agree with Jay. I don't think he did enough, anywhere near enough, to be honest, to keep his seat. But I think we'll see him back in F1 at some point. Oh. Right, sure, gone. Bear in mind you put K-Mag in mid. I did. And that's why I'm putting Schumacher in world class. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, I think it's been very clear throughout the season that I think the boys are harsh on Schumacher. Um, <laughs> really? You've hidden it well. I know. I don't think I've actually made it that clear. But um, for Dan to say he only got 12 points this season, when Latifi gets two... Jake said it as well. <laughs> no, just bear with me. When Latifi only got two, and this is his third season, I think it's out of order. Yes, he crashes every now and then. Is it at times, though? Yes. Is it at times? Yes. I put Latifi in very poor, don't worry. But yes, it's worse. Yeah, I know, but I think that hurt, like broke your heart when you put him well, in Well, of course poor. it did, but, you know, I've got to be honest. Um, I would like to say that I was actually very impressed with Mick Schumacher at times this year. I mean, look, Bahrain, P11. Yes, it's no points, but extremely close to it. If we compare it to last year, 19th was his best finish. So, you know. Um, and then, look, P8 in... Great Britain, which is Silverstone. There you go. <laughs> and Austria, P6 nonetheless. Like, that's a whopping eight points. That's really good. Would like, you, you not... can't Sorry. deny it. Could you not argue, though, that the fact that nearly all of those points have come in one race makes it worse? Like, he had one good race, one but okay race. But then he's race. been really close at other times. Yeah, and he's been... And yeah, nothing. I've got to say, he made mistakes when there was... Oh, where was it? I think it was Miami when he was battling with Seb. And he, I think... Yes, that's it. Him it and Seb Miami. were in the points. And then he didn't really read the he situation. He crashed with Seb, Shah. Say it. He crashed he really with Seb. read the situation as well as I would have liked him to. So then he knocked himself out of the points. So... Yes, but my argument is, if we're giving Nicholas Latifi, who doesn't even know the Japanese circuit, three years in Formula 1, why can't we just give Mick Schumacher one more try? Well, that's not what we're... We're not arguing for him to have a seat. We're putting him but into But that's what I'm saying. So why can't we give him one more try? I just think it's in, It's just unfair. He's the future, He could be the future of Formula 1. Give him a freaking chance. Um... I would say tier-wise, though. I don't want to say it, though. You have to. Because I don't want to. <laughs> There's only one answer. Where is it? Um, can I say low mid? I think I might say low mid. <laughs> it's not in mid, man. I don't want to say meh. I can't meh him. <laughs> He's not in mid. <laughs> I think okay. we should talk on Charlotte's behalf. And say okay, okay, <laughs> okay, look. I don't like that we've called it disappointing because I do not see Mick Schumacher as a disappointment in my eyes, <laughs> but I will put him in the second lowest category. <laughs> What's that called? I don't know. Oh. Let's go on to the next team. Right, well, <laughs> that hurt, Shah. I feel a bit bad. We'll move on. Aston Martin was seven Justice in the for Mick Schumacher. They are next. Mr. Lance Stroll, what are we saying about his season? disappointing beaten by a aging Sebastian Vettel um he again I think don't think he's done enough this year to deserve his place on on the grid so 
Yeah, I mean, he had a, a, a couple of, what, P10 finishes, of, like races where, oh, Scholl's P10. But um, he was really poor, wasn't he? And, like, you know, normally he, he brings it like, like a, a in a crazy race, he'll do something insane, yeah. become like P4, P5. There was none of that this year. He looked slow, looked sluggish. Um, and he also made a few mistakes. I'm thinking USA, um, when he almost sent Alonso into orbit. I'm thinking yeah. Brazil, when he almost hit seven to the barrier. So, yeah, really, really underwhelming from Lance Stroll this year. So I think it has to be disappointing. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing the track talk bingo at home, uh, I'd say he's dis- uh, not disappointing, forgettable. Um, there you go. There's my forgettable. And have a shot. <laughs> forgettable uh, <laughs> shout out. Um yeah, like especially at the beginning of the season, because Aston weren't really there. But in general, I just didn't really think of him much. I kind of forgot that he was there. Yeah, if I'm looking at the statistics, it's not as bad as others that I'm hyping. Um, you know, he finished <laughs> just outside the points, like P11 and P12. Thank you, Dan. Um, but yeah, I I almost want to put him in very poor just because I can't I couldn't remember him. But I would no 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 Dan, calm down. I'm putting him in disappointing. Um I mean obviously he had a really good race in Singapore. Uh finished P six. But other than that, I don't have much to say. Yeah, fair. I ha- I've put him in disappointing. I'm gonna put him in disappointing. I think Lance Stroll gets a lot of undeserved hate. I don't think he's as bad of a driver as a lot of people make out. No, I just didn't but really think of him. Dan just loves Canada. I'm okay. convinced that's what it is. He's my such best, a nice guy. My best mate is in Canada, <laughs> but I'm promise I'm not biased. Um but he doesn't help himself on certain occasions. Like as you mentioned, USA and Brazil were I don't know what he was doing in either of those, to be honest. Like, he doesn't help himself. He normally does pick up a podium in a crazy race, and he didn't. And he wasn't really anywhere this season except Singapore. Um, he got 18 points, which is the same as his race number. So, you know, that's nice, at least. Um, Any clutchless straws here, Dan, aren't we? Yeah, he's another nice guy. But, yeah, disappointing. Disappointing. But I do think he is... He does get a lot of hate that he maybe doesn't deserve. I think... He does deserve a spot on the grid. I don't know if that's unpopular. Oh, tasty, tasty opinion. Anyway, Seb. Seb. Oh, I'm going to have to go mid. I, I don't want sentiment to come into it. And, you know, a legend's retiring. And to be fair, Seb is the nicest of nice guys. So I don't want to be like... Um, he is the class. nicest of nice. He is. He is. He is. He's the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme of niceness and human decency. But... In terms of on track, I'm gonna go mid. I think he he seemed to improve after he announced he retired, which is yeah. somewhat bizarre. Um, I mean, he did beat Lance Stroll fairly competitively as well. I think it was like double the number of points as as Stroll got, so that's that's good. Um, but he just seemed to lack a lot of pace. I mean, obviously, I don't know how much of that down to the car, but you know, like the Seb of old was just insane in qualifying. And I feel like his quality pace has sort of slipped off. I don't know if it's his age. Maybe he knew now was the right time to retire. But I think it was decent. It was decent. So I want to give it a mid. Um, well, I think Seb is a world-class kind of guy. Um, I'm almost tempted to put him in solid. 
if I'm honest, because I'm looking at his finishes this year and in that car, which once again, the Aston was shocking, he did pretty well considering, you know, he got a P8 in Imola, a P10 in Monaco, P6 in Baku, P9 in Silverstone, P10 in Hungary, P8 Belgium, uh, P8 Singapore, P6 Japan, P8 USA, and then P10 in Abu Dhabi. So, like, he kind of scored m more consistently compared to, like, other drivers that, you know like Mick Schumacher, only scored in two races. So I almost want to put him higher than just mid because the machinery that he was in was quite impressive and outright, he definitely outscored his teammate. And then, you know, he should have been able to have finished the race in Miami, but unfortunately had the coming together with my man. Um, so yeah, I mean, once again, I feel like I want to put him solid mid if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree, to be fair. I'd put him in mid. I'd kind of put him at the top end of mid. Because um, he's had a good year. He's had a good year. He's comprehensively beaten Stroll. He is about 90 years old now. Um, for the end of Alonso, and he's performing very well. Um, so I have put him in mid, but he's nearer solid um, than a lot of the drivers that I've put him in. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Cool. Right, Alfa Romeo. Let's start with Zhou Guan Yu. Oh, this is really hard. Really hard. This is this is a hard the one. hardest one, Zhou. Because he has been tremendously unlucky. Um, and he has proven himself to be a safe... Well, a solid pair of hands with him, rather than safe pair of hands. I'm going to go... Oh! Oh! oh. I'm, I'm going to go low mid. Low mid. Okay. Because I think if I said disappointing, I'd be doing him a disservice. Because I don't think he was disappointing, but I don't think he was that good. So I'm going to go a low mid, and especially because he did get thrashed by Bottas, but then Bottas is pretty decent as well. So low mid. Sure. Part of me wants to say disappointing, um, because it, it wasn't all like you know. It, points wise it's not great but like jay said the reliability issues this year for it seems like well i mean bottas had it as well but for him was like through the roof um especially that beginning to middle of the season where it was miami spain double dnf monaco p16 and then baku dnf and then he had another dnf in well very bad dnf obviously in silverstone which was a really unfortunate crash but thankfully he was all right um yeah i just think oh okay i'll put him in i'll put him in low mid because once again it feels harsh but then you know no but he did oh this is so hard okay sorry i'm battling myself he has a lot of like p12 and p13 and even p11 finishes so in that regards obviously i know at the end of the day it's no points on the table but for his first rookie season in an Alfa Romeo that is rather impressive and I'm excited to see what the future holds for him because there was a lot of talk about him joining this, uh, Formula 1 being more of a, like a paid kind of driver than you know sheer talent um, and I think he's kind of silenced those doubters really 
So where have you put him? Mid. I put him in low mid. Mid, okay. No, I, I completely agree. He's so tough to rate. Because you look at him on the surface, he's got, what, six points? He's got six points. You look at that and you go, that's a really bad year. Which sounds dreadful. Yeah, but he has been so unlucky with reliability. He's had He was robbed of a lot of points from DNFs. He was running in sort of P7, P8 a lot when he DNFed. Um, and that crashing Silverstone was monstrous. So that's going to And actually, I just realised he outqualified Bottas multiple times. He did. He did really He did better than I thought in qualifying. Um... So yeah, I'm gonna put him in mid. I'm gonna put him in. I'm gonna put him in mid. Points. Looking at points, obviously you would say he's had a bad year, but when you take everything else into account, I, I don't think he's been as bad as six points suggests. Um, and I think he does deserve another shot next year. Um, and I'd say we can take out sort of the four races after Silverstone from any judgment because he'd probably be a bit shaken up still from that absolute. Mm. smash that he Mazzaline. had at the end of um, at the start. end of the start yeah I was going to say at the end of lap yeah. one it wasn't even the end of lap one it's literally just going yeah. into Abbey wasn't Turn it one. yeah um, right my man Valtteri Bottas what are you guys saying and then I'll go you know what it's got to be solid it's got to be solid um, I'm, pr- I'm probably a high solid I have to say Dan I know uh, that's been music to your ears but wow. you know, do you know what? he's been really, really good, and I think a lot of people sort of had this impression of Bottas that he was not that good because he got beaten by Hamilton every single year. But you know, Hamilton is Hamilton, and he's Hamilton for a reason. And I, I think I said a time this year that people will actually see how good Bottas can be uh, in a alongside a teammate who isn't Lewis Hamilton, and maybe about the pressure of being a top team like Mercedes. And he's shown it. And I think especially the start of the year, he was ridiculous. And Alfa Romeo were really good as well. They seemed to just nail uh, the new regs. They had a really good car, probably like fourth or fifth best car at the start of the year. Uh, oh, from the middle point of the season, it did kind of tail off. I can't remember the, the last time Alfa Romeo scored a point. But um, yeah. Brazil. Oh, was it? <laughs> it was P9 in Brazil. Oh, well done, Valtteri. But um, well, <laughs> was it but before Brazil? They didn't score points for like seven years. There was a um, while. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was P10 in Mexico, but then before that, yeah. <laughs> okay, there we go. I, I, I knew there was some time when there was a massive barren <laughs> spell. But yeah, no, he'd done well. So solid for VB. Um, I half want to put him in just a high mid. But it's, I can't. Yeah. I can't work out if that's World's harsh gone mad. or not. World's gone mad. Because I am looking at these three juicy DNFs in Hungary, Belgium and Netherlands. Um, but no, I think I'll put him as a low solid because he came out in his Alfa Romeo. You know, he's on a multi-year contract. We all know that he's a good qualifier, but he was actually really able to do some solid finishes you know he finished p6 p8 p5 in imola p7 p6 p9 which you know he's not just finishing in the top 10 he's finishing easy in the top eight in that alfa romeo and i think it did surprise a lot of people um so yeah i will put i'll put him i'll put him in solid i'm trying to think if there was a single dnf that was his fault this year i'm USA. sure i'm USA. sure he's that was it usa i was gonna say i'm sure he spun once 
through his fault. Um, he got Latifi'd in another race, which wasn't his fault at all. Um, it's no secret just how big a fan I am of Bottas. I think Alfred, the thing is with Alfa Romeo and the rakes, they nailed the weight of their car. They were like one of the only cars to get it bang on in terms of the weight. When the other cars sorted their weight out and got rid of the weight they were carrying excess, they caught up yeah. with Alfa as they would. Um, but he used that head start phenomenally to to get the points sort of gap he did at the start of the season. And to be to out-qualify George Russell in the first race as well must have felt so nice mm. for him. Wasn't <laughs> there a like, point? Ha, ha, F you, huh? In like, maybe like Australia, actually I remember a bit later than that, uh, where he was ahead of Hamilton in the stand-ins and that. Yeah, there was think, a time. Know, all those years he's been behind Hamilton in the same car and he goes to, <laughs> you know, a far worse team and is ahead of him. But yeah, nah, Bottas, well done. I, I think I, t- I tip my hat. I think he's proven that you've got on the grid, and this isn't my ranking for today, but on the grid, you've got like Hamilton, Leclerc, Verstappen, Russell, probably Lando in like that very top yeah. bracket, probably maybe Alonso as well. He's in the bracket just below that in general, I think, in terms of drivers on the grid. Like, like a signs, like a... Yeah. Like a... a I see that. Just like a, yeah, just below, like, not quite world championship, but I think he's kind of proven now that all the hate, not all the hate, but a lot of the hate he got while he was in Merck was pretty unjustified, and he's actually a, oh, a very good driver. Um, so unsurprisingly... And he's got a mullet now. Yes, yes, he's gone full Australian. Um... I want to put him in world class. First half of the season, he was, but the season as a whole, he's solid, isn't he? He's he's at the top end of solid. Thank but, you. But he's solid. So he was no bad worry for a minute. No I mean, dropped the world class in there. Um, uh, don't, don't think we didn't notice that don't one, Don't think mate. you can argue, though. The first five, <laughs> yeah, no, he six was good. races, he was, good. he was really good. Everyone was sat at home going, what the hell have you done with the old, the old Valtteri Bottas? Um... The man was an absolute machine. Um, he gets on really well with Joe as well, which I'm not going to lie. I think it's a pretty big reason Joe still got a seat because he was pretty poor. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> Look, man, yeah, I don't like insulting the drivers. I overtake him there. Bottas especially, I love. And he is a legend. He is a nice guy. And do you know what? His personality's come out a lot more as well since he's been at Alpha. He's gained a lot of fans this year. I'm not joking. He has. Don't look at me like I'm mad. He has. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, let's move on. Just wanted to take (laughs) another minute to admire him. He did carry that team this year with his point. Let's be real. (coughs) He has. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, Right, I think we should speed it up a bit now. We're taking absolutely ages. On to McLaren. Right, Ricardo. Very poor. It has been very poor. Very there's, there's, poor. There's no other justification. He got absolutely hey! by Norris. He was nowhere all How? year. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold he was on. behind Bottas. He was level with Seb. In very poor, but you're putting other people who've got like two points in bloody like disappointing or mid. He has to be in very poor. There's <laughs> no as he can be put. Mate, yes, I, there is. I, I am as sure about this as I am about the Pope being a Catholic. Look. Right, I take back Nick De Vries. He's in very poor. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what we're on? We're on lobbying. Um, <laughs> mate, he got he got 85 point difference between Lando and him. 85 points. That's... And Lando only got 1-2-2. Two, two. Oh, no, come on, man. Qualifying He's not in very poor, man. 19 to 3. 
He is not in very poor. Sure, the only you're thing gonna he's defend got going is a good smile and a horse. Shah's going to defend the life out of Ricardo. Go on, I have take, to agree with stage, Jay. Take the stage. In very poor. Yeah. But Dad, you got, sort yourself out. With Seb. Seb's in an alpha. Seb's teammate got 18 points. Ricardo's teammate put, got 122. Put, where do we put Seb? Uh, mid. Yeah, so we're putting He's him in, in an mid. Aston Martin. Yeah, that <laughs> McLaren's way better. Come on, Shah, man. Shut up, honestly. He's no, not very I'm sorry. Poor. He's very poor. He's in very poor. It's the only place you can put him. He's had an awful year. He's a very nice guy. I'll, I'll add a very on there just to make <laughs> you happy. <laughs> But he's still very poor. It's just a day of varies. I I need to hear Charlotte's defense of this because you 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 have to come with something insane to persuade. Yeah, me. like like so, a twelve. Right, I'm not gonna lie. He's had a very bad season. We're not doubting that. I will put him in disappointing, but I'm not gonna put him in very freaking poor. Like, okay, he so we got P six in Australia. That's pretty high. Can we agree? Thank you very much. Baku, P8. Austria, P9. France, P9. Then, out of the blue, P5, Singapore. He had P5. a couple of good races. Crazy race. Singapore yeah. and had... Mexico were good, but Mexico, he did punts an odor off to get where he needed mm. to be. And he did well, get he like, for... the best strategy that no one else went on. Does that matter? <laughs> absolutely not. You still put him in very poor, apparently. I think that's absolutely Look at outrageous. The year as a whole, Come on. I'm looking at the year as a whole, and I'm no, putting it disappointing. Twenty-two points. He got thirty-seven. He's I'm putting him Aston. in disappointing because do you know why? McLaren made a car that completely suits Lando Norris because he's their blue-eyed boy, and he can do Maybe no wrong in their eyes. Very good. No, it did not suit his driving style. So now, let me tell you, I hope Max Verstappen's social prayers is ill this year so he can be the reserve driver because that's where he's gone. And he can actually oh. show you, he can show you what he can do in machinery that actually bloody works. Nah, he'll crash let it me tell you, I don't here's think he's lost it. I don't think he's lost it. I just think... I don't think he's lost it, no. If but you look at Renault, he didn't. His second year, mm. he got two podiums. His first year was not great, but it was still nowhere near as bad as, um, as everyone kind of thinks it was. Like they, people think that his first year in Renault is was better than his first year in McLaren, which actually isn't the case. This is actually worse than his first year in Renault. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that I just. Uh, I'm so like shocked that you're putting him in the lowest tier, but you're putting other people higher. Because <sighs> I feel got, like I can't. Who, who have I said that is that is unworthy of their position? Not unworthy, but da well, Daniel Ricciardo. That's who's unworthy of that position. <laughs> I don't see how he can be put in very poor, but you could put someone else as a mid. Like fine. who? Seb. Well, like, if we're looking at freaking points, if we're going to go off yeah. that basis... But you can't that... have to look at what they're driving. I am! I'm looking at it! It's disappointing! <laughs> See, I, I, I think Ricardo's been worse than Schumacher this year. And I put Schumacher in disappointing. <laughs> I'm so. not going to lie. Shaw, you're going to hate me for saying this. Other I than agree. Latifi, I think he's had the worst second, year. Second, I completely agree. Second worst. God, Charlotte, tell me, who, tell me other than Latifi, who's been the worst driver this season. I've taken my headphones off because I'm so annoyed. Can she even hear us? 
she can't hear us, can she? He's so bad. Charlotte, my question to you was, <laughs> other than Latifi, who has been as bad as Ricardo this year? Uh, let me just look at everyone again. Don't just name everyone below him in the standings without looking what no. they're driving. I, I'm looking. Who do I think is worse than Daniel Ricardo? Yeah, that isn't Latifi. Uh, okay, I'd say Sonoda. Mm. I'd say even Stroll. No. I do. I mean, Stroll's Daniel Ricardo is higher than Stroll in the freaking standings. In F1, you have to. The only person you can tr- honestly compare your season to is your teammates. And compared to his teammates, he's the worst on the grid. Because it suits Lando's driving. You could style. say that about I'm anything. No, nope, I'm not. I'm not. You could say that down. about Joe to Bottas. You could say like the the Ferrari clearly suits Leclerc. You could say the Aston clearly suits Seb. Like, it's just not. He's just not very good, Char. Guys, guys, I'm fighting a losing battle here. You're never gonna hear me. I know I'm right. We're running out of time. Let's go. <laughs> You're not. I no, am. I Lando know, Norris. Right. Um... <laughs> Lando's uh, world class. World class? World class, Lando. He's so good. So good. See, to, he's the only driver to get a podium. He's like the, one of the big three teams. No offence. Uh, Are you being serious right now? Deadly. Oh. Lando was so good. I'm so sorry. I really thought you were being sarcastic. Other than what? Maybe my <laughs> Mate, I'm trying to support your team. Um... Lando was, Lando's probably, in my opinion, second best driver of the season. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, you can pull these faces, but I'm putting him in world class, people. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, I'm now taking it. You are one extreme to the other. You're putting him in world class, and then you're putting Dan Ricardo in very poor. Um. I'm keeping my world class people like very, very small. So I was going to put him as a really high solid. And I don't know if now that's the wrong thing, but oh. I'm just going to put him as really high solid, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, if, yeah, the first race of the year was absolutely disgraceful. I don't know what McLaren gave the boys. Like, it was shocking what that car was capable of. Um, but then from then, it just seemed like the car really suited the tracks and his driving. And, you know, he did get that podium Imola, which is outstanding. But if we would like to compare to last year, he wasn't on the same level that he was mm, on. But the car wasn't as good this year. No, the car wasn't as good this year. You're correct. But I I'm going to put him as a high solid. In terms of like maximising results with the package you've got... And that's got, me not being biased. You hear that? Yeah. He he was the king of doing it. He was almost like P6, P7. He single-handedly took on Alpine you know, in the constructive battle because Ricardo just didn't fancy it. So he's a world-class. He's world-class. Charlotte has unbelievably used up every bit of bias in her body for Daniel Ricciardo. There's none left for Lando Norris. Um, no, I, I've put him solid, but I think I've put him like the top driver in my solid list. Agreed. He, he's very, very close to being world class. Um, but yeah, but I, again, I'm kind of with Charlotte. My world class bracket's one driver. Or maybe two. Wow, no spoilers then. I haven't decided yet. Wonder that could be. Um, yeah, there might be two in there. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I put him at the top of solid. But he is, he is the top of solid. There's no one above him in that category. 
Right, let's move on to Alpine. Fourth in the... Oh, no. Yes, yes, Alpine. Fourth in the Constructors <laughs> this year. A good year for them. Um, I don't really mind who we speak about first. They were both quite similar this year. Oh, let's go Esteban Ocon. I'm going to go solid. I'm going to go for solid because I think he was arguably the most underrated driver of the season. I think that's fair to say, isn't it? I 100% agree. Yeah, he was really, really good. Um... No, I mean, he did beat Alonso maybe due to more luck than skill, but he, you know, he was just really consistent, wasn't he? He was always in the points. Um, and I don't think, yeah, that he can be rated any lower than, than solid. So, well done, Esteban. No, he was extremely solid this season. Like, honestly, I was so impressed with how he drove this year. It... It was just constantly just, you know, quietly getting on with it in a way. Um, doing really well in qualifying and then scoring, like, once again, a bit like Gazi last year, in the mid to high points, you know, P6, P7s. It's not the lower end of that. you got a P5 and a P4 in Japan. Like, just in general, I was just so impressed with Ocon this year. Like, he's so underrated and I don't think he was spoken about enough. So, massively rating him solid yep i agree it's probably the the one that's going to have the least disagreement between all three of us i think he was he was really solid Be, beating alonso whether it's no matter what method it's by is impressive um he i think it's probably a good thing that they're not teammates next year it seemed to end pretty badly between the two of them in terms of their relationship um but yeah solid solid very very good year um I don't know if I'd say most underrated, but he was certainly underrated. Um, so, yeah. And then I might as well just do Alonso as well. I'd say he had a solid year. Yeah. I, I agree. I think if he wasn't as unlucky, he could be knocking on the door of world class because he was that good. And, you know, even at the age of 42, like you said before, then, he's still in that top-tier category of driver. But, yeah, no, high solid for Fernando. Um. Yeah, I put him as very high solid. Basically, I'd say on par with Lando. Um, if we look at points-wise and things like that, like it was very impressive. But yeah, extremely, extremely good drive. It, despite his age, it's insane how good he is still. Like it does blow my mind that he's is he forty two now? Is he forty two? Am I aging him or is he forty one? Um, nonetheless, to have those reaction times and to still be performing moves like he does yeah insane it's extremely 41 there we go but next year it'll be 42 um yeah still surprised that he's moved to aston but i'm also not complaining his end to the season with ocon uh i like dan mentioned i can't fully remember if like i think it was tensions are high and then i think when he spoke about it after he kind of apologize and said no no like it wasn't meant seriously because it did shock me but yeah very very solid from alonso yep right lovely moving on mercedes uh we'll start with lewis oh lewis um sorry i'm sleeping there it's lewis hamilton oh solid i think solid um i think he you know he he still sort of showed why he is arguably the best of all time at many points this year. I'm thinking sort of Zandvoort, Silverstone, um, USA as well. You know, there's obviously sort of 
excuse me, there was times where um, slowly he was struggling, but then apparently that was due to sort of developmental parts because Merck were really poor. So I, I'd say solid. I think he was he, he was very very good still. Um, I'm putting him in world class, and there's nothing you. Oh, can do who'd about have thought? It. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, need I say more? Uh, he is a world class driver. The start of the year was extremely difficult for him, but nonetheless, he was able to then start racking in those podiums. And he got five consecutive podiums after like a really difficult start to the year. Yes, you would argue he should be doing that because it's Lewis Hamilton. But no, he didn't have as good of a car. So, um, yeah, and let's just all remember that double overtake in Silverstone with Checo and Charles oh, Leclerc. Beautiful. Oh! So good. I'm still putting him as well, class. Ha <sighs> um, Lewis Hamilton is a world-class driver. That. Did he have a world-class year? I think he had just as good a year as Russell, though. I don't think the points like reflect that completely. Russell's, Russell had an amazing year. Hamilton also did, just got a lot more unlucky. And I was really tempted to put Russell in world-class. Hamilton is a world-class driver. I think this year he's right at the top of solid. But he's unquestionably in the top two drivers on that grid if he had the car. But mm, this year he undoubtedly. wasn't quite there. Fair. And I love Lewis Hamilton. But, yeah. Um, he's a really nice guy. Um, George <laughs> Russell. He's also a nice guy, George Russell. Um, oh, it's hard because... He did beat Hamilton over the year, and I know, like we just said there, it was due to luck. And it's the fact that he is, you know, it's his first year at Mercedes, his first time in a championship winning car. Even though I think he was on par with Hamilton, I think just due to the lack of experience at a top team and the fact that he came into Merck, settled in really, really quickly, hit the ground oh my running. God, he's going to do it. I'm going to put him right at the bottom of world class, at the bottom, below Lando. Like, like, imagine like you've got, you know, where world class meets solid. He's at the bottom of world class and how was at the top of solid. So they're pretty close. The only thing that I think just gives it as the George is the fact that, you know, it, and maybe I shouldn't bring this into it, is the fact that, you know, his experience at a top team is very, very limited. So a low world class, high world class. Because he was so good at the start of the year, you know, P5, P5, P5 podiums, the top five every race other than what Silverstone. And then, you know, he had what Singapore, where he was like shockingly bad. Um, and was it Japan where he struggled as well? But I've noticed, you know, he's a young man. I think, I think we can excuse him a, a couple of bad races. I've he was so good, and he won his first race at Brazil. So, yeah, low world class. Yeah, I'm. I'm so stuck because I know that I'm a little bit biased, and I almost want to put him as top of solid, which doesn't make sense, as a lot of my predictions and things like that don't. I don't know why, but I think because cause we called it world class, I'm just seeing Lewis Hamilton as a world class kind of guy. And then I see George Russell maybe not there yet as a kind of driver. He had a lot of luck on his side, I have to say, in regards to like pit stop strategies and things like that. And just the way, you know, it kind of like played out for him was there was luck on his side at times compared to Hamilton. Um, and I feel like a lot of the races, Hamilton really had to like drive to get those podiums. Whereas 
George Russell did really good qualifying, but then if, you know, someone dipped out, say, for instance, Sergio Perez or, you know, even Charles Leclerc and things like that, he would then just be automatically given the podium. Yes, it then takes him to sustain that, but I just feel Hamilton had to fight for it more. Do we know what I'm saying? Is this justified? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think he was certainly luckier of the two drivers in terms of, you know, like if, if there was to be a safety car, it would be just before he comes into the pits or something like that. I think but that's more about Australia. I feel like I can't put him in solid. So it's going to be the lo- really low world class, but he has had such an impressive first season with Mercedes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, is he as good a driver as Lewis Hamilton? No. Has he had a world-class season? Probably. So just, based, I think just. Based I think, yeah. purely on this season, I'm going to put him in the world-class bracket right at the bottom of it. But I don't think anyone can argue at the fact that Lewis Hamilton is more of a world-class driver than Russell mm-hmm. overall. Mm-hmm. But these 23 races haven't equaled it out that particular way. Do you know what? After the um, the Ricardo <laughs> argument, that was really amicable from all of us. We all put him in literally like the exact same bit, you know, low world class, Hamilton's better driver, but Russell was really good this year. We all agreed on something for once. That's rare for us. Uh, I'm proud of us, people. We did that about the Alpines. We did. Oh, we did. Oh, wow. It's like we just. <laughs> Jay and I, I did it, it about out. Ricardo. I just, you know, I got it all out. Um, yeah. Right, anyway, on to Ferrari, who were P2 in the championship. Let's start with everyone's favourite Spaniard, Carlos Sainz. Oh, no. This is this is almost as hard as Joe, I think. I think this is a tough one. I don't know. Ah, it, it's, it's saying to me, high mid. Huh? Oh! High mid. <laughs> There you go. I said it. I said it. Dad's choking on his drink. You can choke on choke on it, man, because it's a high mid. I think he he was he was thoroughly beaten by Leclerc. Um, Start of the year, he was really poor, crashing. You know, like match to Australia, crashed. Um, was well off the pace. He was you know picked up a few lucky podium shoots at Red Bull's reliability. He turned it on towards the end of the year, but he always was just behind the clerk and I'm going to say he was gifted his win at, at Silverstone so um, he was good he was good but it's a high mid for me like 6 out of 10 vibes wow well, like um, I'm putting him in solid because yes they had a very good car but if we look at Ferrari I hope the strategist is gone for next year, but, you know, he still was able to come out with podiums. And it's a little bit like the George Russell thing, like Jay said. Yes, he was lucky if, you know, someone, you know, if one of the top guys in front of him did have, um, not a malfunction, uh, I can't think, a DNF, but I've, I've gone blank of what the word is. Help me. Reliability? Thank you. A reliability issue. <laughs> Um, he was kind of there to pick up the pieces. Um, I would put, I would put him in solid because I think it's a little bit harsh to say mid, but I know what you're saying, Jay. Um, and there were a few times that he did make mistakes, but nonetheless, I will I will I'll put him in solid. Um, 
Yeah, I agree. I've put him in solid as well. Yes, he didn't live up to the hype that I gave him pre-season. Um, but I don't think he had a bad year. So I'm going to put him in solid. Um, I think that's right. the first one Dan, have, Dan and I have disagreed on. I think it is, actually. Wow. I don't think it is. I mean, and it was that Dan and I disagreed on. Well, it's because we've been right. Oh, fair play. <laughs> Sorry, Sharp, well, you put Ricardo way too high and I'm never letting you get over it. Way too high! I put him in the one above! That's way too high. Oh, honestly, don't stop me. Right, Charles uh, Leclerc. Solid. Solid. He, he, he was really, really good, especially on a Saturday, but made too many mistakes. I mean, he probably wouldn't have won the championship regardless of the mistakes, but, you know, you think back to Imola, mistake, obviously the big one was France. Um, yeah, he he made too many mistakes, and I think an interesting thing that signs seem keen to overrule the team, where Leclerc, even if it was against maybe his, his instinct, he would go with the team. I think that's like Monaco when he followed their orders of box and signs stayed out. Um, he was good. And he's probably, you know, Hamilton level of solid, but I don't quite think he's in the world-class bracket for this year, at least. I wouldn't... I, I, I feel like it's a little bit contradictory of us to say he finished P2 in the championship. We're not going to put him in the highest tier. So in that sense, it's like, that's a bit peak. But I do think I put him in a really high solid, but that doesn't almost make sense. But I would... No, um. No, I'm putting him. In, I'm going to put him in a low world class once again. Oh! I'm going to put him in a low world class because if we think about it, the way he came out of the blocks, right? He came out with a win, then he came P two, then he came a win, and I was literally like, "Oh my god, this is a battle for the championship between Max and Charles Leclerc! Like, this is insane!" And you know, he did pick up another win in Austria, and he was able to get, you know, P two and things like that. Wasn't able to stop Max, but he did, you know. In general, for this year, I feel like I was really impressed with his driving and his racing. Like, I just, I still think to the first race of the season of when Max was overtaking him and he just outsmarted him with DRS. And he was like, no, you can't go past me, actually. And he just kept outsmarting him with how to use the DRS correctly, with Max passing him after uh, turn one. And then he would just regain DRS and get past him. And it was just like, wow, that is really, like, good racing from you, Charles. Like, I was just really impressed. So, if we're putting George Russell in world class, I feel I've got to put Charles there. Fair. Um, I've put him a high solid. Um, which is where Jay put him, unsurprisingly. Um, <laughs> um, you said about, like, the strategy thing. And I mean, I think it's hard not to question your strategy when the strategies you're put on, you're put on by the Ferrari strategists, who I think just asked Siri to flip a coin, and that's the one they went with. Like they Let's were... just box for hards. Let's box yeah. for wets when it's dry. Put pure vibes in there, man. They've they definitely got a drum and bass playing in that room. <laughs> oh, Charlotte, it's going to be about 30 degrees today, track temperature a good 45. We'll put you on some inters just to see what happens. Like, what are you doing, man? Because um, there is like a 0.1% chance of rain and we just, we've got to take it, you know, we've got to put yeah. those wets in. Um, 
start of the year he was unbelievable. A mixture of mistakes and reliability and poor strategies. What could it's a year of what could have been for Charles. I've put him at the highest solid. Um, right, final team. Finally, Red Bull. Sergio Perez. Oh, 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 low solid, low solid, low solid, low solid. Low. Low solid. It, it, even though he won what two races this year, which is more than he's ever won before, and the races he did when he was really good, Monaco, Singapore, that car was clearly the best car on the grid. No doubts about it. That was the best car on the grid comfortably. Max won about a zillion races of it. He only won two. Yes, the car is set up around Max's driving style, but I just think there was times when it'd be Max P1 and then it'd be like the Mercs in P2, P3 or the Ferraris. And I think yeah. Perez had to be there. So I think he was good, especially at the start of the year. He was really good. And then he sort of tailed off in the towards the middle part of the season. But I don't think he was anywhere near as good as some of the other drivers we've just said recently. So he's just above mid, so I'll put him low solid. Uh, I effectively agree. I'm putting him in solid. I'm not sure. Oh, sugar. I'm not sure about um, low solid. I feel I've just put him quite literally in the middle of solid. He didn't like massively impress me. And I have to say, unfortunately, I wasn't able to actually watch both his wins, which also probably doesn't help. Um, but. <laughs> um, but in general, like, he had the best car, and if he was nowhere ever gonna beat Max, yes, the team wouldn't let him beat Max, it's very evident, that one's clear. Um, but, yeah, I'm gonna put him in solid. Uh, but, yeah, at times he can be the perfect teammate for Max, so, good job from Checo. I agree, I've put him in solid, somewhere fairly in the middle of it. He did his job, and he managed to annoy Max Verstappen as well. So, you know, death taxes and Max Verstappen being annoyed by a teammate, really, or anyone on the grid, for that matter. Um, it was all right. You know, he helped Max a lot, uh, which is why it annoyed me so much when Max kind of stabbed him in the back in Brazil. Damn um, right. Huh? I said, damn right. Oh. Um, but yeah. I thought said, Dan right, as in Dan is right. He is right as well. Yeah, he is right. Cheers. Cheers, Chuck. Um, but yeah, solid. Verstappen, world class. World class. World class. <laughs> Sounds very reluctant for me. Yeah, because I'm still not really... My... You know, it's no secret. I'm still upset about Abu Dhabi 2021. It wasn't we Max's can't... fault, though. Like, <sighs> No, no, but the way he drives against Lewis Hamilton is his complete fault. And he showed it again this year in Brazil. And that just irks me. Because he is an insane driver. He is incredible. Right? This season was his so easily. Like, there was no one else that could have beaten him. Like, he was just in a league of his own. Right? And I will say, he's one of the most talented drivers, I think. You know, we will see. But then, I just, when... When he's against Lewis Hamilton, why does he have to be like that? And he's like, oh, you know, like, I won the championship, let me just crash into him and I'll ruin his race. Where he's like, Charles Leclerc, he'll just like race him with respect. And that's just what annoys me. Um, so, yeah, that it just annoys me. But otherwise, Max is great. So thanks, Netherlands fans, for listening. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't annoy all of them. They're a large chunk of our, our, our fan base or listenership, whatever the word is. 
Yeah, um, uh, he was good. I mean, he was really, really good. He was clearly the best driver on the grid this year, I think, on Max's day. And he seems to have a lot of good days because he's so consistent. The only person who can really get to him is Lewis Hamilton. And Hamilton didn't have the car this year, so it was pretty evident he was going to win the championship. Um, I don't know. I feel like in racecraft, Verstappen knows Hamilton's like got him. So he just goes, Meh. So I'll just crash into you then. But, yeah, but I don't know. We're not here like... to slag off Max. That's irrelevant. He annoyed us all yeah. in Brazil. That's not the point. He's a world-class driver. He had a world-class year. He won the championship by a mile, and he deserved it completely. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm completely agreeing. He literally... I don't know how he sets these times in qualifying. Like, just constantly purple. And it's just so quick. Like, honestly, obviously that car was incredible this year, but... The way he can drive that car is absolutely insane. Like, honestly, blows my mind how good he is. Um, it just frustrates me when he does stuff like that. That's only why. But no, he completely deserved that championship this year. Yeah, he did. Right, it's been a long episode, but we need to go back over our predictions that we made at the start of the year. Spoiler alert, they're not very good. So, at the start of the year, we all predicted the Constructors Order, the top five in the Drivers' Championship, a positive surprise, a negative surprise, and three bold predictions each. And uh, the, what we thought was going to be the best race. So, we'll go Championship. Constructors' Championship first. Okay. Let me just get the order off my computer quickly. Bear with. Um, right, nervous. there we go. In 10th. We all put Haas. And they were on 10th. No. It was very wrong there. We were indeed. In 9th, Charlotte, you put Williams. I put Williams. Jay put Williams. We all put Williams. Was it wrong? In 8th, Haas <laughs> were 8th in real life. Got that very wrong. Char, you put Alpha. Jay, you put Alpha. Oh, and I put Alpha as well. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, wrong. I right, remember us getting them all the same. Seventh was Aston Martin in real life. It's now going to go crazy. Sharp at Aston Martin. Fair Woo! play. Yeah. Jay put Alpha Tauri. Mm. I put Alpine. I've not had a good moment there. Oh, how my God. The Char That's Char it. On, I've won already. Char's on one. Keep a track of your own points. Char's on one. In sixth, sixth in real life is Alfa Romeo. No one saw this coming. Sharp at Alpine. Jay put Aston. I put Alpha Tauri. So, okay. no. Right. Fifth was McLaren. Sharp at Alpha Tauri. Jay put McLaren. Yeah, come on. I put Aston Martin. Wow. Um, in fourth was actually Alpine. Char said Ferrari. For some reason. Jay said Alpine. Yeah. I said McLaren. A new Alpine would do well this year. Third in real life were Mercedes. Shah said McLaren. Jay said Red Bull. Mm. I said Red Bull. <laughs> Third? Yeah. Mm. Wow, I'm actually surprised at you both. I don't remember you doing that. Second was Ferrari. Shah said Mercedes. Jay said Mercedes. I said Ferrari. I've got a point. Well done. That was long <laughs> enough, mate. First was, of course, Red Bull. Charlotte, you said Red Bull. Jay said Ferrari. I, I said Mercedes. It's because I'm oh, clever. We went and you say things. that I'm wrong. We Damn right. Eight of them. I'm winning. Um, right, Drivers' Championship. We only did the top five of these. In fifth place was Carlos Sainz. 
Charlotte, you said it'd be Lando. <laughs> That's alright. Jay, you said it'd be George Russell. Oh, I did, didn't I? I have a shocker. <laughs> I said it'd be Max Verstappen. <laughs> Not a good yeah, moment for what me. What was going through your head there, mate? Don't you know. just go for bold. Fourth was George Russell in real life. Char okay. said Russell. Oh, nice. play there. Jay, you said science. Yeah. I said Russell. I'm on two. Let's go. My pen's just died. I can't write it down. Here we go. Third was Sergio Perez. Charlotte, you said science. Oh. Jay, you said Max. I said Charlotte Claire. I was close. Oh. I was close. Oh, well, no points. We've time. got the right people, roughly. Yeah. Hmm. In all the wrong order. Second was Charlotte Claire. Char, you said Max. Oh, Jay, you said Charlotte Claire. Oh, I did. I got one right. Yes. I said Carlos Science. I got oh. the wrong one. Oh, you went bold. You really bet Carlos. I did. I, I thought it was yeah, going to be a championship. A... I really remember you going, he's going to do it. Yeah, right. Um, first, Shah, you said Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Jay, you said Lewis Hamilton. Oh. I said Lewis Hamilton. Wow. It's manifestation God. more than anything. Right. Yeah. Our positive surprises. Charlotte said George Russell. Yep, you can have yeah, that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I will good. give myself that, yeah. Thank Jay, you. you said a team. You said Ferrari. I don't know. Oh. It's I'll, a let, mixed I'll let one. you guys judge because the car was good. The, the, the car was rubbish. incredible, but they ruined the car by choosing. Have half strategies. a point. Okay, I have want half a point. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about mine. So no, can it. we move on? Say it. You said Latifi, didn't you? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, she said Latifi. What? Yep. Oh, what did dad, you say? You, 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 he's gone crazy. He's gone crazy. Oh, just that is a positive surprise. Yeah. Yeah, he's I mean, I mean, positively I mean, awful. So, yeah. yeah. Shut up. Um, negative surprise. Shah, you said Joe. I don't think you can have that. No. Yeah, Joe, Joe was decent. No, he was good. I think I put it as like, oh, it's his first year, like blah, blah, blah. So, that's right. Jay, you said McLaren, and I feel like he can have that. He can have that. Oh, cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Because they, they were nowhere near as good as last year. Um, I went full Williams. I said Albon. No, not. No. Can't have that. Yeah, really good. Um, right, we all said what we thought would be the best race. Shah, you said Brazil. Of course I did. And I stand by it. Jay also I... said Brazil, by the way. But oh, Jay added because agree. he thinks the championship will be wrapped up there. Oh. <laughs> you wrote that little side note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Um, no, what did you say? I said Japan. No, that was Which was a memorable race. Because obviously it's where Max won the championship. I don't know if it could be considered a good race. It wasn't. Well, um, like, oh, yeah, no. Nah, I mean, it was like an hour, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Best I guess race then, of the season, I would still say Brazil. The question for you is, is, it. is, is it Brazil? Well, I would say the best race of the season was Silverstone. I would also say Comfortably. Followed by America. As a race. As a race. As a weekend, Brazil was really good. As a yeah. race. Still Stone and Cota were the top two for me. <laughs> Right. So I will not give myself a point. We okay. each made three I'm bold on. predictions. Oh. Charlotte. Yeah. I, I can't believe we let you have this. You said has score some points. Now, yeah, Jay and I both do. said there's no chance Five. you're having that. But for some reason, we still let you have it. I remember oh, no, listening he's... back. <laughs> Unbelievable. The rug for the last like 10 months. <laughs> you also said Lando Norris wins a race. Oh, okay. 
You also said Albon gets a podium. Well, Ooh, that was that me was trying bold. to go bold because you had a go at me about the first one. Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess I'm giving myself out. that. I'm on five points. Jay, you said 23-0 to Bottas in qualifying. <laughs> well, it's not far off, is it? Well, yeah, it was like the Joe right. got like seven, I think. Save this. Wait, let me look at it. I've got it up here. Where's Alpha? Um, uh, Albon, Williams, Haas. This one here. No, Alpha Tauri. Where is he? There he is. Right. It was. Uh, it was. Okay, it was 12 8. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no. It's even worse. You also said. Oh, you've had a stinker. Latifi outscores <laughs> Albon. <laughs> Wait, why did I believe in this guy? What were you on about? Why did I tr- trust in him? And you also said Ferrari won two at Monza, which didn't happen. It was Max and no. Charles, first and second. Awful. Shocking. He was wishful. Mine are horrendous. <laughs> Science wins the championship. He did not. <laughs> you didn't even put him first in your position. This one, I just thought, absolute <laughs> sod it. Alpine last. No. <laughs> I wanted to go bold and it didn't happen. <laughs> now, my third one, I was so, so close. Okay. I said that Bottas would score more points on his own than the individual points of the drivers in the team that finish above Alpha in the Constructors' Championship. I was. It was Aston. Uh, Alpha Romeo finished ahead of Aston Martin on countback. If it wasn't for countback, they were level on points. If it wasn't for countback, I got that right. Because he's got more than Vettel and he's got more than Stroll individually. It is purely countback of race results that has cost me that prediction. So it was McLaren. He had to, he had to get more than Ricardo. Yeah. But he didn't get more than Lando. Ricardo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I was so, so close. But I didn't get it. 49 points in Alfa Romeo. That is pretty solid. It's right. it's unbelievable, um, but yeah, yeah. That, that that is probably that is probably my favourite prediction I've, I've heard you say. That's that a good prediction. Really I was true. I was literally count back away. I'm happy with that. I didn't get a point, yeah. but I'm happy with the prediction. It's just a shame I that think... the first two were so bad. I was just gonna say I think that's as good as me saying Hass will get points. I think it's up there. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> VAR said no. <laughs> Charlotte's going to say that it's going to rain at one point next year. Yeah, <laughs> there will be a race. There will be a cloudy day, I'm sure. <laughs> so... I still got five points in that prediction game, though, guys. Go I on, think I many... win. So I got five. I got four and a half. Yeah. How many did you get then? Um, that we'll run out of time. Uh... <laughs> I win! Two. I am incredible. I can predict the future. There you go. Charlotte, we will, of Charlotte course, won. do this again before next season, and it can only get better for me. I can't um, one because she said Haskell's got points. I know, it's ridiculous. Oh, Jay's got the moral victory. No, I won. We're you not letting run. you get away with that this time. Yeah, next <laughs> well, year we have did. to come down harder. You the did. fact that I went under the radar for so long is actually poor for my stand. And your, for, for note, your other one that you tried to say and we didn't let you have was Ferrari will get a win. <laughs> so you're really taking the mick Charlotte was taking the mick out of us last year They were nowhere near that last year Okay Leave me alone Shocking Right That was a long one But we are now done We will make more predictions When we preview next year Of course Um, What was I going to say 
Next episode, we will be reviewing the races. We will be putting them in a tier list, of course. We've kind of hinted at it a little bit this episode. But that's the next one. And then it's Christmas. Can't wait. Um, but guys, have been, it's been nice to see you. It's been so yes, long. It's been nice to see has. you again. Which is why it's been a long episode today, I think. You know, we, mm. we've needed this. Yeah, and also, it's probably been long because we've been so long arguing about Daniel Ricciardo. I'm still not happy about it. But, you know. I just let, I just let that be silent, just so everyone at home knew we, Jay and I have run out of possible things to even argue back. Mate, do not write into us, tweet us, you know, get in touch with please. us. Please! And give us your track talk. And please tell right. us why Charlotte is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to put polls up on our social media and everyone needs to reply that I'm right. Because it's a joke. 2v1, it's not fair, I need the support. Yeah, we will be back. We will be back. We'll do the races. Also, Sharp, this winter, I feel like we have to have the rematch of this quiz that's been coming for years or a year now. Yeah. When on a on a previous show that us three did together, Charlotte was up against <laughs> someone that listens to the show in a quiz and they were I level got... on points. So I said a tiebreak question and my tiebreak question was how quick George Russell got pulled <laughs> the What was his lap time? And Charlotte forgot that Sakia was the short track and was so far out and got so annoyed with herself. And she's been demanded a rematch with Bart, who was the other guy, ever since. So we need to get him back on and we need to do this rematch. I'm so glad you re-brought that up, Dams. Thank you so much. Why I can post it on Twitter again if you want. I I loved it. Here we go. Here we go. I will write a 2022 wrap-up quiz and you two can face... But for the integrity and for the reputation of Track Talk, and we'll see you coming up on top if Charlotte can redeem herself. Mate, I need to do some research. Well, can I add? Didn't I rematch with Bart and I won? No, you've only done. I don't think you've done another one with him, have you? Oh no, I did other quizzes. Ignore you me. You did sorry. other quizzes, but not with him. And I did win both of them. Other quizzes. That's actually the only one I've lost. So. Yeah. All right. Well, Bart, I, yeah, I know you're listening. You always listen. Great guy. Um, but yeah, we'll get you back on at some point. And uh, we'll have that rematch probably over the off-season. What else are we going to talk about? But yeah, thank you for coming on. And thanks. Give us a five-star review and all of that. And uh, yeah, Shart and Jay, I'll see you very soon. See you later. Thanks for listening. Thanks again. See you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.